The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Head to cut.com, that's K-U-T-T.com, and use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hrofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And don't forget to enter Super Bowl 58 Props Contest. Pick 58 Super Bowl prop bets for a chance to win $1,000. Enter today for free at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash SB58 or in the SGPN app. Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host, Ryan Gilbert. Joining me tonight, as usual, is my co-host, the biggest Cleveland Browns fan in existence after last night, Joel Meyer. How are we doing tonight, Joel? I'm rich, bitch. What a fucking night. Oh, man, I love awards betting. Um, Yeah, I went into that night thinking that my biggest decisions would be Miles Garrett, Defensive Player of the Year, and Will Anderson, Defensive Rookie of the Year. I thought everything else was pretty much settled. Uh, I gave up on Joe Flacco, Comeback Player of the Year, 75 and 35 to 1. I gave up on Kevin Stefanski winning 30 to 1. Um, and uh, a big bet at minus 250 when I thought it was done. Uh, and then, then um, yeah, the two weeks leading up to the really three weeks leading up to the award show, uh, from what I was hearing, like like those 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 bets were done. But no, no. No, it's it's not it's not it's not like the NHL where 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 um you know the shit is settled like there was nothing over the past few years where it really relied on the on the vote maybe McCarr versus uh, um, Yossi for the, Yossi, the Norse. yes yes that was probably the closest one to uh, something that was unknown but no the the NFL there were, there were so many unknowns in, in this this um this year uh but yeah that, that was those tremendous. Stayed up really late, got drunk as fuck, stumbled into work today like a loyal soldier. I pulled it off. I'm tired now, but uh, yeah, it's going to be a good weekend. And yeah, you know what? I uh, As soon as that ended, I booked off three weeks, end of June, early July, because I'm going to Germany, man. I'm going to Germany. Oh. I, 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 was, I was sweating it out. I, I needed some wins, and I, maybe I was like the Niners winning the, on Sunday, but no, now with with this easily can afford that so i am pumped for that um yeah so uh good times here uh yeah you had a good time too at the uh the flyers are back right i I did i had a good time at the flyers game you know john tortorella was not very happy with their showing which is understandable i think they they had four shots on goal in total in the second and third period but i mean they went up three nothing early one 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 that one four one Good night betting wise for me in hockey and and for us as a show. I was talking to you before the show. Our our uh, our consensus plays went seven and zero last night with with all three of us there. So that that is rare for us. So getting that getting a nice seven and zero there was a winning night in hockey, winning night at all the all the awards for you. So yeah, it was a good night there. Yeah, I, I was reading back you guys' conversation last night in the Discord. It seemed like you guys were having a fun time there. So make sure you get a Discord sg.pn slash Discord. Uh, follow us on Twitter at hockey sgpn 
And of course, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. Shout out to everyone in the YouTube and a bunch of, bunch of comments, people in the live chat. So love to see that. Uh, make sure you get involved there. I should add one more thing, just just as a note for the the awards stuff. Like, it's also I said that the NHL it's it's usually decided and we we know, but the way that that happened last night, like even the NFL, it's usually known. But uh, so that that makes me a little little warier now because I'm in a great position in so many NHL markets. But if shit can turn like that um, so quickly, then uh, it makes me a little bit more cautious going forward but um the good thing about nhl it's not decided by like a single game like the nfl is like Mm -hmm. uh you know one game can can sway the 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 narrative but hockey it it takes time to do that uh, at least a few games so you have you have at least time to uh guard your ass against some something unforeseen and uh, get out of bets or or, yeah just just try to profit in other ways so uh that's just another um Little piece of advice going forward down the uh, the back stretch of the season. Yeah, you got eighty two games as opposed to six seventeen now, but yeah, there's a bunch more, bunch more games. You can you can see things coming. You can try to hedge out, like, like you just said. And yeah, last night uh, Sam Erson looked good. Sam Sam Erson for Calder is hopefully back on the table. I know Brock Faber has at least one point tonight. So the longer Bedard stays out, the the more live that market gets. So hopefully we'll have some sort of player awards to talk about um yeah and coming forward got a comment here from doug reed asking where he said where's talon dot 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 busy playing with his cat tonight uh talon is is working hard he's working overnights i believe 7 p to 7 a.m he's Uh, drunk at work working hard yeah we're not gonna narc on on him here but yeah the town will should be back uh next week for for a full slate uh slate of shows there um, all right, we got we got a big slate tomorrow. You just want to get right into it. Got any other other thoughts on uh, tonight or last night? Uh, no. If you want to hear me talk some more, then then yeah, just go to the Discord. Oh, oh, yeah. Weren't were like the a lot of the the award voting like close? Wasn't it like one vote separated like Flacco and Stefanski? Flacco was. Uh, he had, he had eleven points on Demar Hamlin, the fake dead guy. And uh, but no, Stefanski and and Ryan's they had they were tied at one hundred sixty five, but. Um, Stefanski had one more first place vote, so he, by the slimmest of margins, he got the they got he got the tiebreaker. Um, so yeah, that 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 was incredible. Yeah, I, I guess we could see that happen possibly this year with the Jack Adams. With I mean, if Tortorella can keep it up, and uh, as we've said, Tockett probably probably has it, but we'll, we'll see what happens over the uh, final two months here. Um, all right, then let's get into this thirteen game slate for Saturday, February. 10th starting things off with uh we got the st louis blues at the buffalo sabers game itself uh, that's not the first game first game is dallas stars at the montreal canadians game itself is in montreal les habitants les Blue Rouge. Uh, canadians are plus 170 the stars are minus 205 over under is at six and a half over paying off minus 110 under also at minus 110 here uh, quite a few afternoon games tomorrow. Afternoon games tomorrow. We got four at one. Got one at three thirty here. Uh, not too much for me on this game. I do want to see more out of the stars here. I, I'm not going to lay minus two hundred five, and I can't trust them to win on the puck line. They went to overtime against both the Capitals and Ducks. They beat the Sabers two one. Beat the Red Wings five four. So I guess if anything, maybe look at a, a Canadians plus one and a half at, at minus one forty eight. You know they tend to kind of keep games a little bit closer that they're, they're better than a lot of people think they're at hockey 500 21 21 and 8 they are at home 
Um, so yeah, if anything here, maybe Habs plus one and a half, or just a look maybe to the over. Like you know, you want to see Dallas be more of an under team, but they've been a, a great over team this season, thirty three and eighteen. So maybe that is the play here, uh, over six and a half at minus one ten. I think Ottinger's back, so like back to being good. So I, mm-hmm. I think the Stars overs are. Uh are dead for the moment. Um, yeah, I, I bet the Habs here. I like the Canadians. Uh, Stars have been a good road team, of course. Canadians, um, atypically bad at home. You know, they've been better on the road for whatever reason, but it is a Saturday. That, that adds a little extra juice to this one. Um, yeah, I think it's just it's just too much to pay for Stars on the road here, a team that have been fairly inconsistent. Um, yeah, like you said, Canadians have been uh, better than people think, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but I think they're pretty good. So give me the give me the Habs here at home. Um, I guess I still nah. The, the Habs are actually a, a, a better defensive team this year than last year, and uh, that's that's led to a fair amount of unders for them. So uh, I don't I don't have a feel for the total, but uh, give me the Habs at home. Yeah, this could be a game where you also see some overtime. I think I think the Stars have the Canadians have played seventeen overtime games, second most. Stars fifteen, tied for third most. So could see a draw there at plus three fifty or better. All right, going down to one p.m. again. Here we got the St. Louis Blues at the Buffalo Sabers. Game itself is in Buffalo. We got a Tage Thompson revenge game here. Sabers are minus one thirty-five. Blues are plus one fourteen. Over under is at six. Over paying off minus one fifteen with the under at minus one hundred five. Joel, what do you got for this battle of the Blues? Well, as Doug Reed in the chat uh, has informed us, um, you know, the Blues are one of the teams that haven't played yet, just coming off their bye week, um, but. Uh, yeah, it's, I, I don't know if that's that's an edge here. I mean, you, I, I'd like to play those teams on the on the on, at home as we'll get to later on. But uh, for this one, I think the Sabers are are the best, even still the uh, they're the better team right now. And the Blues, you know, I don't think that they're they're are they sitting in the wild card spot right now? They're pretty close anyway. I, but I don't think so. It's I mean, a they're, mess. They're, their odds to miss are like minus two fifty or higher. Those like the the odds the odds makers know how, how fraud, fraudulent they are. I heard the race for the eight spot in the West referred to as the um, the Turtle Derby today. So that's pretty accurate. They are they are in a wild card spot. They're tied in points with the Predators with two games in hand. That's that's insane. The Blues can't make the playoffs. Come on. Nah, nah, I don't think so either. But yeah, it, it's it's a mess. It's it's uh, it also makes the first seed in the Western Conference that much more important for uh, the likes of the. Uh, the Canucks are in the driver's seat to get that, which is which is massive. Remember, I, I was talking about how um, you know you you don't want to back these teams with with the big jumps, and and the, that would definitely define the Canucks the way they they uh, have played this year compared to the past few years. I mean, they have a little bit of experience back in the in the bubble, but that was just Demko being un- insane. Um, but the, with the path, if the Canucks get the one seed and they they they, they get the the shit eight seed that's almost like a free pass and then they'll play likely the winner of the knights and the oilers who will just be you know that'll, that that series will probably go six or seven games they'll be beaten up so yeah there, there's actually a, a path for the canucks uh to get to the western conference finals so that's interesting going forward but for this one yeah i haven't bet it but uh I lean to the sabers and um a six in a sabers game is interesting uh i know pekka lukanen has been playing really well lately so uh, I'm going to stay away from the total again, but uh, lean to the Sabres. 
Yeah, a few things here. First game back for St. Louis. I'm 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 fading that the teams playing their first game back versus teams that have already played at least one, as long as it's you know, it sure they have the rest advantage, but I think the rust that they're gonna have, I think the blues the blues are gonna come out rusty. The Sabres can kind of take advantage of that. You know, Blues had a five-game winning streak and then lost to Columbus heading into the break, but three of those wins were in overtime for three. Uh, Buffalo, tough loss. We talked about it. Tough loss against Dallas. They outshot him 48-30 there, but just had Ottinger stand on his head uh, for Dallas there. So I think Buffalo bounces back here at home at minus 135. I guess I would lean to the under. There's both, both two under teams here. Hopefully it'll be Bennington versus UPL tomorrow, which I guess is kind of a goalie game for those two teams, but uh, it's a back to it's the first half of a back to back for St. Louis, so they could go with with Hofer. But yeah, so lean to the lean to the under, but I do like the Sabres here minus one thirty five. Also in that Western Conference, like looking at who could get that eight seed, it could be the it could be the Predators, Flames, or Kraken. I think I think those three teams have the best chance, and then you're going up against either Soros. Markstrom or a Kraken team that took down the ads last year. So, you know, getting that, I mean, obviously getting the top seed is important, but like it's not going to be a cakewalk unless it's the Blues. And even then, they have Bennington who has playoff experience. Nah, it'll be a cakewalk. <laughs> <laughs> Canucks are smashing any one of those teams. The, the, the regression could hit for, for seven games. Mm-mm. Not happening. Not happening. The Canucks are, are loaded right now. Even when they're even when they're losing, they're playing well. I mean, we'll we'll get to their game later on mm-hmm. as we can continue to discuss them then. But uh, I have one hundred percent faith and confidence that the Canucks would beat any one of those teams in a seven game series. Okay, good, good to know there. Um, we're brought to you by DraftKings. Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl fifty eight? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn five bucks into two hundred instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SGP. New customers can bet five bucks to get two hundred instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl Fifty Eight. With code SGP, the crown is yours. Gavin Problem, call one hundred Gambler in West Virginia. Visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call eight seven seven eight Hope NY or text Hope NY four six seven three six nine. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call eight 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 seven eight nine seven 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 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boothole Casino and Resort in Kansas. Twenty one plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire one hundred sixty eight hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsibility gaming resources and make sure you check out underdog fantasy you can play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long uh simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players fantasy stats and cash in you can win 100 times with some spicy plays so watch along make your picks and maybe make a little cash over on underdogs mobile app or website underdogfantasy.com when you sign up with promo code HGP, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code HGP. Hey, here, got another 1 p.m. time slot here. We have the Calgary Flames at the New York Islanders. Game itself is on Long Island. Uh, Islanders are minus 130. Flames are plus 110. Over under is at 6.5. Over is paying off plus 105. Under is at minus 125. I got nothing for this game. Uh, these are two teams that I don't know how to bet right now. So uh, I'm throwing this one to you, Joel. Yeah, both teams are playing really well lately with the um, new coach there in New York and Long Island, uh, Patrick Wise. He's got them playing a lot better. I don't know what he did exactly. I haven't been paying attention. I'm not exactly a, a tactical genius in terms of understanding how hockey teams uh, deploy 
um, you know, that the, their strategies or whatever. But uh, for whatever reason, they're not allowing like uh, 30, 40 shots a game like they were under Lane Lambert. And um, yeah, they're, they're playing a lot better than the Flames ever since the um, Lindholm trade. Uh, they're 2-0, and and then they were the better team in both those games against the Bruins and the Devils. Um, so yeah, these are both pretty hot teams. But uh, I think I got to go with the Isles here at home. With the way that they've been playing, Sorokin's uh, playing excellent, of course. And, yeah, I think that the uh, the more complete team, Flames, though, Lindholm, of course. And uh, although Kuzmenko has, has two goals in, in, in both those games, so or one goal in each game, so he, he's, he's uh, firing all cylinders. I suspected that. I didn't profit off of it, but I suspected that he would have a nice start. I should have been betting his goal props. Probably won't in this one, though. Because the Islanders, uh, I do. Oh, does that Crosby? Crosby score? I think he did. Oh, Crosby for Hart's back on. <laughs> is that two-two two now? Yes. Um, as long as it stays under, I'm good. Right. Uh, yeah. So give me the Isles. The under six and a half, I think, is is pretty appealing too. Even at minus one twenty-five, uh, with with Markstrom playing out of his mind and Sorokin on the other side, and the way the Islanders are. are Limiting shots of the opponent. Uh, I like the under six and a half as well as the home team. Yeah, yeah. Looking at it more here, uh, I would probably go with the under six and a half minus one twenty five. Maybe look at a you know if you're if you feel strongly about one of these teams, maybe take the opposing team team total under because Cal- there were two two or three goals in, in New Jersey last night, um, and then there were three or four in the third period. There they went under against Boston four one. Uh, Islanders have been playing. Better. I think it's also helped that they've gotten Pulak and Pelik back both in the recent weeks, along with Patrick Wall taking over. So that's definitely going to help them. They're mostly healthy now. Uh, the Flames have uh, Daniel Vidar was placed on IR today with a lower body injury. So they uh, caught up Dustin Wolf. We'll see if Wolf, maybe Wolfie gets into some games, but this should be Markstrom here. So yeah, as long as it's Markstrom versus, I mean, either Sorokin or Varley, I'd go with the under six and a half there with you. Um, all right, going down to the final 1 p.m. game. We have the Vancouver Canucks at the Detroit Red Wings. Game itself is in Motor City, Detroit. Uh, Red Wings are plus 110. Canucks are minus 130. Over-under is at 6.5, overpaying off minus 122, with the under at plus 102 here. Uh, I just don't understand this line whatsoever. It has been bet, been bet up a little bit from when I got it earlier at minus 125. It's now up to minus 130, but Canucks are just a much better team. I mean, we, we, we've been talking about them for the past, I mean, all season long now as, as being a good team. I don't think they're going to let that, you know, two tough losses in Carolina and Boston, 19 shots, 17 shots. They beat the Hurricanes. They did beat the Hurricanes. Okay. They got, they got the one against the Hurricanes, but they, I'm, I was just looking at the shot total. They got, got outshot 24 19, outshot 25 70. So yeah, they did get, they get the win in Carolina, but tough loss in Boston there. This is Detroit's first game back, first game in February here after the All-Star break. They're going to be a little slow starting. Uh, Alex Lyon is confirmed to start, I believe. He's been good, but he's going to regress at some point. He's much more likely to regress than the Canucks are. So love the Canucks here at minus 130. Uh, for a total, you know, maybe maybe go to the over here. Both of these teams are over teams, but I'm not betting the total personally. I'm just going to go with the uh, Canucks here at minus 130. This is my favorite bet on the board. I bet the Canucks for a lot, um, as you should as well, even at minus 130 now. It's, uh, yeah, we, we mentioned the teams getting off their buy. That that applies to Detroit, and that's only part of the handicap. The Detroit Red Wings are fraudulent. 
Uh, they have one. <laughs> if you look under the hood at their underlying numbers, uh, they're not good. They're they're right down there with, with the with the caps with the um, you know, other bad teams down there in the bottom five in terms of their uh, five on five um, expected goal share. And yeah, they're, they're really being sustained by an elite shooting percentage. That I saw that they were third in the month of January. And uh, some some crazy goaltending from Alex Lyon. I mean, uh, I'll give Alex Lyon the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he won't regress, but uh, I don't. I still think that he's not good enough to do this um, forever and 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 sustain what's what's going to be regressing for the Red Wings, which is their shooting percentage. I mean, the Canucks' shooting percentage is regressing, but it, they're they're still good enough at uh, preventing the opponents scoring chances that they, they they're still winning these games that loss to the Bruins was unfortunate but the Bruins were uh they were pissed off after that loss to the Flames Jim Montgomery was was Adam and um yeah I bet the Bruins in that one because of um yeah just just it, it was it was a terrible setup for the Canucks but here coming off that loss uh I, I hear that they're they're shifting lines around we could see JT Miller with Elias Lindholm that's what I heard about the the, the practice lines today um so yeah mixing mixing things up is always good after a loss especially a, a shutout loss like that where you're never in the game but uh, yeah canucks just much better team minus 130 is not a fair reflection of the difference between these teams so i absolutely love the canucks in this one and yeah i'll, I'll uh, lean to the under six and a half i'll believe in lion over the red wings continuing to uh put up these these uh crazy shooting percentages and then just fire the puck in the net every time they, they shoot um so yeah, give me the Canucks here uh, and lean to the the under as well. Did you see that the uh, Canucks may be interested in one Rasmus Ristolainen from the Flyers as well as uh, Sean Walker and Nick Sealer? Yeah, yeah, I heard a bit of that. And um, Casey Middlestat too. Apparently the Sabres are shopping him hard. He came up as a another option for the, the bottom six. I mean, it, Casey Middlestat in the bottom six just shows how much strength the, the Canucks would have um, in their forward group if that were to happen. But I think the Canucks would be going for uh, for a defenseman, like you said, maybe Rist- Ristolainen. I, I don't know. Ristolainen, he's been playing better lately, but uh, mm-hmm. over the balance of his career, I thought that he's a bit overrated. But, um, yeah, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be fine with that. Like He, ha- like he hasn't played played in the playoffs. He, he plays a playoff-style game, so I feel like he could he could thrive there. Yeah, for sure. And you can never have too many decent defensemen with um, all the injuries that pile up in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could see middle stat as more of an option for maybe the Avalanche because they need, they need, I need, I mean, they need a second line at this point. Yeah. Yeah. He's one, but I think the Avalanche needs someone, someone better. Someone <laughs> more established. Yeah. They need a proper 2C. I don't know. They got to pay a lot to get one, but, uh, I don't, I don't know if Casey Middlestat really moves the needle. We'll see. Uh, the Avs have a history of going off the board, and you, you don't really see what they're doing. You, you don't see it coming. So, uh, yeah, very curious to see how the Avs approach the next uh, month or so. Yeah. Um, all right. We're also brought to you by the Super Bowl 58 Props Contest. $1,000 winner take all. Free to enter. Pick 58 props for Super Bowl 58. Enter today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash SB58 or the link in the SGPN app. Make sure you also check out Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Peer-to-peer social betting is a new and better way to bet. Bet directly against other users on sports, politics, pop culture, and other events with verifiable outcomes. 
Plus, it has tons of fun social features like group chats, betting leaderboards, head-to-head history, user profiles, fan groups, and more that give it the feel of a betting social network. Cut offers lower VIG and fully customizable odds. You can create your own bets, perfect for those Super Bowl bets. Cut also handles, handles the payment side of things. So you never have to chase anyone down for money. And our partners at Cut are giving away $5,000 to the user who refers the most new depositors by the end of Super Bowl weekend. All you have to do is invite your friends to sign up for Cut via the Invite Friend button on your dashboard and have them deposit before Monday. The user with the most depositor referrals will get $5,000 in site credit automatically added to their account next week. Cut is the peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Head to cut.com, that's K-U-T-T.com, and use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. And make sure you check out Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite event should not be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Game time app. It's a great experience. Flash deals, last minute tickets, images of seat views to so know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Uh, so snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code CFBX for $20, $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Um, all right, here going down to the 3:30 p.m. time slot. We have the Washington Capitals at the Boston Bruins. Game itself is in Boston at the Gardens. Uh, Bruins are big home favorites, minus 270. Bruins on the puck line are minus 105. Capitals are plus 220. Over unders at five and a half. Overpaying off minus 125. Under at plus 105. Uh, Joel, what do you got for this battle here? Well. It should be pretty obvious where I'm going here. I love the Bruins. I hate the Capitals, so easy bet for me. Bruins regulation, minus 160, minus 170, something in that range. Um, yeah, like the Capitals are a, a bad hockey team, and I don't know how they're doing it, but they're somehow in the playoff race with a minus 36 goal differential. But uh, <laughs> we expect that'll change going forward as they fall out of the race, uh, especially with this brutal schedule coming up. I think the, the Canucks visit them on Sunday as well, albeit on a back-to-back. Oh, the Capitals will be on a back-to-back as well. So uh, interesting to see, interested to see who's the starter for this one. If it's Lindgren, I like it less. If it's Kemper, I like the Bruins a lot more, um, given the way that both goalies have played this year. Um, but yeah, either way, I like the birds and and uh, lean to the under five and a half as well. Just with uh, you know, we know it, Bruins defense probably best in the league, and then their their goaltending tandem is is unreal. Doesn't matter who's in net, prefer Swayman of course. But even if it's Allmark, he got shut out against the Canucks. Uh, I expect we'll be Swayman in this one, of course, with the Allmark playing the last one. So yeah, I like the Bruins here quite a bit and uh, lean to the under. Yeah, I'm going with the Bruins here. I'm taking the puck line, minus 105. Um, since the last break, since the Christmas break, the Bruins are 13-3-3. and Eleven of those 13 wins have been by at least two goals. The Capitals are 5-11-2, and, and 10 of those losses have been by at least two goals, including two straight here out of the break. You know, Bruins seem to wake up on Thursday night with a 4-0 win against the Canucks there after a, a you know a bad showing against Calgary, losing 4-1, but Boston is just simply a, a much better team than Washington here. Take them, you know, minus one and a half. Could see could see a shutout here potentially. I know Washington's been scoring a few goals recently, but I think Ovechkin, Boston, goals in three straight games. He's back. Maybe he's playing for a trade deadline play. Maybe maybe he'll be he'll be moved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ovechkin to the Pens. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, but yeah, Boston here on the puck line minus 105 or regulation, like Joel said, minus 170 ish. I think I think that's fine. And yeah, lean to the under five and a half, especially a plus odds there. Could see like a, a typical Boston 3 1 4 1 type of win here. Uh, going down to the 6 p.m. time slot, we got the Colorado Avalanche at the Florida Panthers. Game itself is in Florida. Panthers are minus 135. Avalanche are plus 114. Over under is at six and a half. Over paying off minus 120 with the under at plus 100. Uh, Joel, back to you. What are the uh, what are the Avs going to do here as underdogs? This is one that I don't really like. The Avalanche are a desperate team now, losing three straight on the road. Played some tough competition, of course. The uh, was it the Hurricanes, the 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 Devils, and. Uh, the Rangers was it? The, the, mm-hmm. I think they, yeah, they went to overtime on Monday, I believe. Um, and the Panthers, you know, I, I like them as well. So this is a tough one to call. I'm not going to play either side at these prices. Um, and the, the toll as well is kind of a stay away with the, uh, you know, it's an over team, big over team playing a big under team here in the Panthers. So that, that's hard to pick. I guess that's correlated. If you like the abs, you put the over. If you like Panthers, you put the under. But other than that, I, I got really nothing for this one. Yeah, I mean, Panthers are one of the one of the best over teams in the league. Avalanche, one of the best best or under teams. Avalanche, one of the best over teams here. But I, I am going to go with the uh, the Panthers here at home minus one thirty five. I know the Avs are desperate, but this this is a this is a tough part part of their schedule. We talked about it earlier this week. They, they're going three losses in a row now. 12, 11, and 4 on the road. Florida's 15, 8, and 2 at home here. Uh, good win against the Capitals. Outshot them 41, 23 to get back on track. So I think the Panthers get the job done here at home. So I'm taking them at minus 135. All right, going down to the 7 p.m. time slot. We got the Seattle Kraken at the Philadelphia Flyers. Game itself is at the Farg. Uh, Flyers are minus 120. Uh, Kraken are plus 100. Over-unders at 5.5. Overpaying off minus 120 with the under here at plus 100 here. Uh, I, I love the Flyers here. I don't know how this line is is only minus 120. I think it opened less than this and hasn't really been bet up too much yet. Uh, Seattle, this is their first game after the break, and they weren't playing well going into the break. They, they lost 2 nothing in San Jose in their last game. They lost in, San, in St. Louis a few games before that. And the Flyers, yeah, they got a good win against Winnipeg. They showed up in the first period, and then they did not really show up in the second and third period. John Tortorella was not very happy with the team after the game. His press conference gave very short answer, just saying, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, just. I think it was like a minute and a half he was out there before for walking off. Classic tort. So Flyers are going to come out extremely hot here like they did in the first period against the Jets. Great showing by Travis Konechny. Get into a fight, get in a goal, get in the Gordie Howe hat trick all in the first period there and like five minutes of ice time here. So I love the Flyers here at minus 120. Uh, I guess I would lean to the under five and a half at plus 100. You know, we talked about Joey Decord being coming on here in the second half. He's been good. Sam Erson right back in the Calder Trophy race after last night, uh, uh, 28 saves on 29 shots. I was hoping he was going to get get the shutout here, there, but he did give up one late to, I believe, Kyle Connor. No shame in that there. Yeah, the Flyers here at home, finally back to 500. I think they go over 500 here at home. So minus 120, and then a lean to the under. You're crazy if you think Erson is seriously a, a caller candidate. <laughs> I don't know. It's not happening. I, I'm, I'm, I'm talking into his existence here, Joel. Come on. All right. All right. Well, uh, anybody but Bedard, I think, is 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 my my default status, although I don't have any favor. I don't have any Erson. I, I don't have favor either. I, I'm 
waiting to get in on him at some point, but I, I don't know. I might just go, I might just fade favor the, the whole way. Yeah, just rooting for chaos at this point, then 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 pounce, I guess. Um, but yeah, I totally agree with you in terms of the Flyers. Uh, <laughs> totally different team from the team we saw lose five straight, playing great hockey now, beating some good teams as well. So yeah, I can't disagree with anything you said. Um, no real feel for the total either, but I guess I'd lean under too. But yeah, only bet the Flyers. Um, all right, going down to the 7 p.m. time slot again. Huh? Oh, we got the we got the Toronto Maple Leafs at the Ottawa Senators. Game itself is in Canada. It's not even in Ottawa. It's a fake city. It's the worst city in the world. Uh, Senators are plus 120 at home. Maple Leafs are minus 142. Over-unders at 6.5. We're paying off minus 135 with the under at plus 114. Jolie, Jolie Polioli, what do you got for this one? <laughs> I was thinking of that today, Larry. Um, uh... <laughs> I was thinking, I don't know what I, I don't know what it started it, but I remember thinking, why the fuck does Talon call me Julie Pulioli? <laughs> but uh, there's a lot of things Talon does that I don't understand. Anyway, I'd like to take the Sens here, but uh, for the same reason that we're fading the Red Wings, fading the Kraken, fading the others, some of the others, uh, Sens off the long break. This is typically a game they get up for. Maybe that that uh, mitigates that aspect of it. Uh, ah, the wild scored fuckers. Uh, I hate that stupid team. Um, yes, so uh, I just I don't like backing the Leafs here against a team that they typically struggle against. They're always favored against them, and they always uh, fall flat in their faces. Senators play this like it's their Super Bowl. Um, so uh, just give me the over over six and a half minus one thirty five. They got that. That's that's the only play I made so far. Might bet the Sens. We'll see how I feel before this game. Um, but right now, with the, the Leafs defense, their goaltending is once again suspect. Uh, Samson, I've had a nice little, I don't know, two, three game stretch, but the last couple games, not so hot. Um, yeah, and their, their defense is pretty miserable right now. They're, they're the best defenders are like Jake McCabe and uh, Simone Benoit, and, and that, that's not ideal, but they can still put the puck in the net. And the Senators, we know all about the offense, and they're, they're uh, aggressive mobile defensemen gen- that tend to generate a ton of chances and their goaltending is, is also pretty bad so over six and a half is my favorite bet in this one yeah i, I am going with the leafs here i got them at minus 135 they're minus 142 that's fine so seven more cents here uh this is the fourth meeting this season uh the road team has won in, in all three meetings so far ottawa 6-3 toronto 4-3 ottawa 4-2 so maybe, maybe uh, like one of those games was in sweden Oh, one of those games was in Sweden. I guess that first one where in November, right? That was the that was the Sweden. Yeah, because it wasn't December. So yes, Ottawa won six three in Sweden. Is that the one where they went down three nothing and then and then came back? No, it wasn't. But um they did come back in that one. It was uh three three. They scored three late goals to to win it. Um, but still, uh road teams has won the other other two team two games there. Uh Toronto also won in Ottawa in back to back meetings to end last season. So I like the Leafs here, minus 142. They are, they are the much better team. Uh, as as you mentioned, Ottawa coming off the, that long break. Toronto's been playing hockey. You know, they, they, they're a decent showing against, against uh, the Islanders. Outshot them, but lost 3-2. Beat the Stars, decent team, 5-4 there. So I think they're worthy of being more than minus 142 here. So I'll take that. Um, for the total, I'm not, not too sure here. I... I I kind of want to leave, lean to a contrarian under at, at plus one fourteen. I think that's pretty high. Could see a, another four two type of game here, but probably stay away from the total and just just take the Leafs here for me. 
Um, all right, Dagger says it's Martin Jones. I'm not seeing that confirmed. I, I'm not. I'm not seeing that either. I'm. I'm seeing Samson off as as quote unquote projected on, but like, I don't see anything. I don't. I don't know. I don't even know if that would be worse at this point because Samson off is coming off a, a, a bad loss. Yeah, it so, doesn't really matter to me either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. So stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to grab more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hrofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Anyway, going down to the 7 p.m. time slot again. We have the Tampa Bay Lightning at the Columbus Blue Jackets. Game itself is in Columbus. Uh, Blue Jackets are plus 150. The Lightning are minus 180. Uh, Lightning on the puck line here are plus 136. Uh, Over-under is at 6.5. We're paying off minus 125. With the under at plus 105 here. Another game where I don't necessarily understand the line. Lightning have played two games since the break. Both losses, you know, in New York against the Rangers and then against the Islanders. They haven't looked great here, but this is a, a perfect chance for them to, to bounce back. This is their third game in four nights, so maybe a little bit wary. Maybe, you know, maybe that rust of Columbus won't won't be worse than, than Tampa Bay's lack of rest here, but Tampa Bay just has much more to play for. I think they're going to get it going here against a – very inferior team in Columbus. I'm I'm going with the puck line at plus one thirty six. You know, they should be they should win this rather easily. They did win three straight games six three before the break against the Devils, Coyotes, and Flyers. So could see something similar here, as Doug mentioned in the chat. Yeah, Tampa Bay is another pissed off team here. So they're going into Columbus knowing they're facing a team that hasn't played hockey in, in almost two weeks here. So I love the Lightning on the puck line plus one thirty six. It's a slight lean to the over six and a half at minus 125, but might just end up taking the Tampa Bay team total at that rate because I think they can score four or five themselves. I'm right there with you once again on the Lightning. Uh, just a significantly superior team and a desperate team now after a couple of bad losses. And they're, they're, they're fighting for their playoff lives now with Sergachev out now for the rest of the year. And I know they were missing him for like a couple months anyway. So it's not like uh, they haven't been here before and uh yeah i think that the uh the lightning can rally around the rest of the guys there they had the healthy ones and and win this game the blue jackets are you know not a good team they're feisty i mean they're in a lot of games they just they just always manage to lose them somehow and i think that uh, a third period here uh we'll we, we'll decide this one i, I can see it kind of being close blue jackets are uh they might keep it close but uh, the lightning will pull away in the end that's my um I don't know my intuition for this one, but uh, either way, I like the lightning here at uh, anything under two dollars and lean to the over, I guess. But once again, I uh, didn't bet a lot of totals for this slate, but uh, yeah, just give me the lightning. It's also worth mentioning that uh, Adam Fantilli in one of the last games before the break, uh, he suffered a calf laceration, right. so he's going to be out until at least late March, if not the, the rest of the season. So, you know. Patrick Lane is already out with a shoulder injury plus the assistance program. So they're already down a few guys as well. So 
even more reason there to take the bolts. All right, going down to the 7 p.m. time slot again. We got the Pittsburgh Penguins at the Winnipeg Jets. Game itself is in Winnipeg. Jets are minus 162. Penguins are plus 136. Over-unders at five and a half. Overpaying off minus 130 with the under at plus 110. Uh, Joel, what's your uh, favorite team going to do here? Your, your Penguins. Ah, not doing too well in this one. Looks like uh, the, the the challenge failed and, and the, the Minnesota Wild goal was upheld, unfortunately. Um, yes, for this one, the Jets are uh, yeah, they're in bad shape. <laughs> we were talking like... Uh, we were looking out for the Jets having the same kind of slide as last year. Uh, I thought maybe like the, the 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 different vibes in the locker room would be would be uh, um, different, so that they they wouldn't suffer the same kind of collapse they did last year. But uh, five losses in a row is not ideal, and they're not exactly playing like they were, uh, say, a month ago. Uh, their their structure is gone, and um, when they don't have the structure, it's you know. Hellebuck, I don't think, is is the best goalie in the league right now. He's just being largely carried by a, an elite defense, at least uh, to this point. Um, but yeah, when that defense is not there, he's a lot more vulnerable, as we're seeing lately. And yeah, you know, back-to-back uh, <laughs> -back for the Penguins. They got to cross the border and all that. So uh, for me, you do get the better goalie because Nandelkovic played tonight, so you'll get Jari in net for this one. Um so that's helpful, but uh, yeah, I think that my plan is is to wait. Hope we get a better line for the Penguins than than come in on, on Pittsburgh. I think that they're playing better hockey right now. Jets are, uh, you know, they're they're a desperate team, but still, uh, I think the Penguins are are the better team at this moment anyway. And lean to the under five and a half. Like the Penguins should be an over team, but for whatever reason, they keep getting involved in the, these low scoring fares. So I think that their their goaltender is actually third in the league in terms of save percentage. So that I did not see that coming. I did not see their fire play sucking. So Penguins are like the uh, I don't know the anti capitals in terms of um, them being a mystery. Hard to figure out. Hard to figure out how they're not getting more wins and whatnot. But I still think that they're coming. So give me the pens here. But uh, I haven't bet it yet. I'll wait for a better number, and uh, I'm staying away from the total. I mean, plus 110, five and a half for a jet scan. Penguins aren't exactly biting the lamp. Lean to the under, but again, haven't haven't bet that either. I, I love the under five and a half here, especially at a plus number, plus 110. Um, I actually got it under six at around even money earlier today. You can still get under six at uh, minus 110 where the lion roars, um, as well as some some candy books out there. So get that if you're watching live. Yeah, I mean, the Jets have lost five straight games. They've scored a total of four goals in those games. We just saw this game on Tuesday night in Pittsburgh with Winnipeg uh, losing 3 nothing. Pittsburgh is on a back-to-back. -back. Jari's been pretty good for, for them. And also, Pittsburgh's been good on back-to-backs. As, as you were talking there, I was looking back at their schedule. They, they've won a lot of either both halves of a back-to-back -back or just the second one if they lose the first one. So I did take the Jets at, at a better number earlier, but I, I may end up you know hedging out of that if the Penguins number gets high enough here. But I, I do really like that under 5.5 at plus 110. I, I could very easily see a 2-1, a 3-2 type of game here. Because that's what that's how Pittsburgh and Winnipeg have been playing. That's how both of these teams are, are two of the most uh, profitable under teams in the league this season. Second and third, only behind Florida. So love the under five and a half at plus one ten. All right, going down to seven p.m. again. Here we got the New Jersey Devils at the Carolina Hurricanes. Game itself is in Carolina. 
Uh, Hurricanes are minus 162. Devils are plus 136. Over under is at six and a half, overpaying off minus 118, with the under at minus 102 here. Uh, I'm going with Carolina at home, minus 162. Uh, they tend to own this matchup over the past few seasons, including in the playoffs last year, winning in five games there. Um, yeah, they're just a, a more structured team overall, especially right now coming off a, a 5-2 win against Carolina. Tough 3-2 loss against Vancouver, but that was a good good playoff-type hockey game. Uh, Devils, not sure really what to make of them. They've been very up and down, got the win against the Avs, and lost uh, 5-3 at Calgary in Jack Hughes' return. So good for good for them just to, to get him back, especially ahead of the stadium series next Saturday, You know, having star power for that. Definitely helps. Uh, looks like Sveshnikov is out indefinitely, though, which is not good for Carolina. Uh, but nevertheless, I like Carolina here at home. 16-6-4 and four at home. I think they'll be able to, to defend the fort there. Uh, for a total, uh, a lean to the under 6.5, just because that's the way Carolina plays. It's kind of correlated there. So if you like Carolina, you like the under. If you like the Devils, you probably like the over. I like Carolina and the under. I like the over either way. Um the devil's game it's just just bet the over and then and, uh, and profit um for this the side though it's uh, a question of where this line's going to go i think with the the hughes being back that 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 that'll lead to some devil's money coming in and sveshnikov being out will be a fade in the hurricanes so i'm going to wait on a better number for the hurricanes that's my plan for this one but uh as for right now i think the uh, the over would be my favorite look in this one um, all right, going down to 8 p.m. now. We've got the Arizona Coyotes at the Nashville Predators. Game itself is in Smashville. Predators are minus 155. Coyotes are plus 130. Over-under is at 6. Both the over and under paying off minus 110. Uh, Joel, what do you got for this Western Conference clash? Mm, tough one here. Uh, Predators off the uh, the bye, of course. Coyotes, um, yeah, they, they were competitive against the Knights. Aiden Hill, just another outstanding performance. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that game, I thought my salami under was done because uh, it was 3-1 to one in the first period, and uh, they, they only needed a couple more goals to get the salami over, and there, there were only one more goal. There was only one more goal uh, the rest of the way, so uh, counting my lucky stars there. Um, thanks to Aiden Hill, of course. Um, but, yeah, for this one, give me the Coyotes. They were okay in that one. I think that they are going to make this a game. Plus 130, uh, I like that price. Predators off the buy. You know the rules. Um, you fade that. So give me the give me the Coyotes here, plus 130. Lean to the under six. Uh, but you you want Ingram and Saros and Net. Uh, I would not play the under if it's anyone else. I haven't played anything yet, but if those goalies are confirmed, all the way under. Yeah, I haven't played anything on this yet either. I do agree if 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 it's if those starting goalies under six make, make sense. Ingram ha, has been solid. Saros has you know, obviously has had a great career. He's he's been solid as well. So I do like the under six minus one ten. And yeah, I guess I got to go with the with the Coyotes here plus one thirty. They they played they played okay against Vegas, Nashville coming off the the long layoff. So we're we're that's what we're fading this show. So we're gonna do that. Maybe lay a small sprinkle on the Coyotes here. Uh, Arizona did win 3-2 back in January in Arizona and uh, 7-5 back in November in Nashville. So could see could see a back and forth game, but I, I still think the under is the best play in a lean to the Coyotes here. And yeah, Aiden, I saw Aiden Hill is now back down to like 7-8-1 to for Vesna. I'm not sure if he's going to get enough games to actually have a chance, but it's good to see him back in the conversation for, for us. 
yeah, I, I, he came out and um, he just looked as good as he was before he got injured. I was worried he'd be a bit rusty and all that, but no, he, he looks fine. So there's still there's still some hope for my 125, 80, and 40 to one bets. Yeah, what what what, hit, what hits those would be after your your NFL awards? Oh man, I, one more thing I didn't even mention, but that that was the most money I made in a single day in my life, and I've bet for a long time. So. Just, just uh, to give an indication of how good of a night it was for me. Congrats! Yeah, that's great. Yeah, more than LSU winning the Natty, more than Colorado Avalanche winning the Cup, the fucking awards, baby. That's great. Yeah, that, that's what you're, that's what you said in the Discord. That's what you always say. Futures are, are where the money is made, and like you know, it's fun betting on games, but like in it, it, it quote so unquote easy. investing in futures is where is where the money is made. Yeah. Yeah, you just need to to know what you're doing, and it's really easy. Like uh, these markets we're betting right now, they're they're they're, <clears throat> they're so much more efficient compared to like the future stuff because the sharp guys <laughs> they're they're not wasting their time holding up all their bankroll uh, on these 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 bets that take three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine months to catch. Uh, they they got to you know they, they just pump it out like here's a bet, here's a bet, here's a bet, and they roll it over, roll it over. And that's how they make the money for the rest for us casuals with the bankroll uh, dependency. It's not like that. We we're not rolling our money over every day and just just profiting on on like uh, random shit that we get from like other sharps. Like I I, I can go on and on, but uh, no, like the, the futures, especially the awards, very inefficient. That's why the limits are low, but uh, they're not they're not um. They're not too low. Like you can still make a ton of money, especially if you get to like these these crazy prices. So, yeah, I, I'll, I'll say it all the time. Just uh, if like, who cares if you, if you don't cash in like a few months? Like, what are you gonna do instead? You know, like lose a parlay with with that money instead. Exactly, like, exactly. Yeah. Like ninety five percent of betters are losing betters, so you might as well just bet the easy shit and then save yourself a lot of uh, trouble. Um, all right, going down to the final game on the docket, or only 10 p.m. game on the docket here. It's in the slate. We got the Edmonton Oilers at the Los Angeles Kings. Game itself is in Los Angeles. We have ourselves a good old-fashioned pick them, pick them, pick them, pick them, pick them here with both teams at minus 110. Oilers are over. Over-under is at 6.5, overpaying off minus 115. Under at minus 105. Uh, Edmonton will be on the second half of a back-to-back. They're in Anaheim tonight. They're down one nothing after the first period. Kim Fowler scored what? there. <laughs> I know. Uh, Coke Ducks. Victory Duck might, might be out tonight. <laughs> but uh, I, I love the Oilers tomorrow in, in Los Angeles. You know, Kings have not played. Maybe that'll be better for them because they're you know kind of an older team. They're a team that needed to regroup, just like the Flyers. They, they had a you know tough losing streak before the break, but. I love the Oilers here. You know, played well in Vegas. Can hopefully get a, get a win in Anaheim. But if they lose in Anaheim, they're just gonna be even more hungrier going into uh, Los Angeles here. Edmonton's won in December, three two in a shootout. Beat in the playoffs last year, obviously. So I think Edmonton Stewart Skinner is going to be in net. That's definitely an improvement over Cal Pickard starting tonight. And Cam Talbot's definitely uh, taking a step back over the past few weeks and months here. So. I'm expecting that the Oilers to come out hot and be able to hold off the Kings here. I'm taking the Oilers minus 110 and uh, maybe a slightly into the under six and a half minus 105 here. You know, Edmonton has been an under team a lot recently. They've gone under in at least 10 straight heading into tonight's game. So yeah, under six and a half minus 105 and then the Oilers here. Love the under six and a half because we have a, uh... 
Calvin Pickard in that tonight. So it'll be Stu Skinner in net for Saturday. We know how the Kings play. Although the new coach in town, we, <laughs> uh, of course, he was assistant coach before. So I don't think it'll be drastically different um, in terms of their playing style, like, uh, you know, Lane Lambert to Patrick Waugh, for instance. Um, yeah, I like I like the under quite a bit for the for the side. We got a conflicting angles here. We got the Kings off their bye, but the, they also have the, the 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 dead cat bounce with with the new coach in town. So I'm uh, leaning Oilers, Stephen Still with them, them playing this week, and especially if they lose to the Ducks, they'll be mad as fuck and uh, and come up firing against the Kings, who are the inferior team. So yeah, Oilers should be a bigger favorite, but of course with the, with the back to back situation, it's not ideal. But uh, again, they just came off their break. They should be rested. Uh, they could play two games in two nights, no problem. So I like the Oilers even still, with, even with the uh, the new coach in town, which has been an angle that's, uh, I think, every – all of them. I mean, there's a bunch, been a bunch of fired coaches this year, and every one of them except for the the Sens won their first game with the new coach. This is the new first game for the, the new coach, right? Like, they I didn't play think with so. I think they uh, – I'm going to check. I think so. But uh, regardless, new coach in town – don't like fading that, but even still, Oilers playing these games this week. I like that even better. So I like the Oilers, but the under six and a half is my favorite look. All right. That's the 13 game slate for Saturday, February 10th. Here, uh, I got quite a few consensus plays. Uh, we have the Buffalo Sabres minus 135. We have the Flames Islanders under six and a half minus 125. Uh, we've got the Canucks, minus 130. We have the Bruins in regulation at minus 170-ish, or the puck line. Uh, Flyers, minus 120, and then a lean to the under 5.5 at plus 100. Uh, Lightning, minus 180. You can get minus 165 elsewhere. Uh, Pittsburgh, Winnipeg, under 5.5, plus 110. I think that's more of a lean for Joel, but I, I like that quite a bit. And then Edmonton, minus 110, and the under 6.5 at minus 105 there. Way too much agreement. Uh, we, we, we've been killing it on the we've show. We've been killing this it week. this week. Yeah. We've been, I yeah. think we were, what, like like 7-1 and one on Tuesday and 7-0 and the other night? So, yeah, maybe. I mean, this is one. No, I, wonder, this we is get, one no of, wonder we're getting love on the sh- in the chat. Like, your show is awesome, boys. Keep it up. I've never seen that before. Like, we <laughs> no, finally, finally give up winning picks, and that's what happens. <laughs> it's amazing what happens when you win, yeah. Speaking of winning, uh, our last uh, two-man show here, our best bets for the sixth, which was, what, Tuesday? Uh, you had the... Avalanche Devils over six and a half minus 115. That hit. I had the Canucks Hurricanes under six and a half uh, minus 120. That also hit. So uh, now you are 16 and nine at plus 4.51 units. I'm 14 and 11 at plus 2.79. Uh, what's your best bet for Saturday? Oh, you already know it. It's the Vancouver Canucks, baby. Yes. Coming back strong after a four nothing loss to the dreaded Bruins. Uh, talk is going to get the guys going. Red Wings off their break. Everything lines up for uh, an excellent win there in uh, Motor City. All right, uh, I'm going to go with the Oilers uh, minus one ten. You know, you know, Kings have have that long layoff. It is tough going against the dead coach bounce, but going to go with the uh, going to go with the Oilers here minus one ten. Just to you know, hopefully either keep this winning streak going after beating the Ducks or uh, bouncing back from that. Um, all right, make sure you are subscribed. Wait, winning what winning streak? It's over. I'm saying if they win tonight, they can they can, they can start a new streak. Tonight. Ah, no. Or they no, can. I don't, I don't need to sweat that shit again. <laughs> oh, no. Get the, get, the, get the knob out of here. Yeah. 
Uh, all right. Make sure you're subscribed to the Hockey Game Podcast on Apple and Spotify. If you like what you're hearing, leave us a five-star rating and review, and I'll read it here at the end of the show. Also, subscribe on YouTube, like, comment, follow, all that good stuff there. Helps the algorithm. Helps us grow as a show to help make more content for you to win some more money. All right, Joel. Anything here before we close it out? Any golf? What we got for golf going on? Is it is it, is it Scotty's to lose? Uh, yeah, that's why I didn't bet anything because Scotty Scheffler was like plus four fifty before the tournament. I think he's just going to win, so I'm never involving myself in that kind of thing. I mean, Talon added him and a bunch of other guys too. <laughs> that's how he bets golf. That's not my strategy. Uh, so I just stayed away. Maybe I'll bet something live on Sunday before the Super Bowl just just to have a fun little little sweat. Yeah, I, I, there was a uh, plus three hundred odds boost I used on Scheffler. I think it was plus six hundred when I when I got. So I have him at nine to one. I'm hoping he just he just runs a table here and, and six to one. Yeah, I, I, I might have bet that single bullet. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm hoping. You no, know, maybe I'll be able to uh, tout my golf winnings on Monday with Talent and to Talent and the boys. And, and I haven't paid attention. Can... Who's who's winning? I saw that uh, Nick Taylor, the Canadian, was was doing well at one point. I saw Sheff uh Scheffler's oh no, it's not uh Phoenix Open leader. Scheffler is still the favorite, I believe. You got uh Andrew Novak in the lead tied with Nick Taylor at both at both at under twelve. Andrew Novak. I don't even know that one. <laughs> and you got you got you got Maverick McNeely under ten, Doug Gim at, at minus under under nine, and uh Scotty Scheffler at under eight there. Okay. So well, he's so consistent, right? He, he he'll just keep plugging away. Those other guys will have a bad round and then uh Scheffler will just overtake him, but yeah, I still think Scheffler is the play. Yeah, and the fucking Blackhawks just tied up the the Rangers there. So you know, hopefully the Rangers lose because they're not going to cover the puck line. So hopefully, hopefully the Blackhawks can can get the job done. Oh, man, and Penguins was... are on a power play trying to tie it up, which would screw my under if they tie it. I was up. really close to betting the under in that Rangers game. Good thing I didn't. Yeah. All right, it's going to do it for us tonight. Uh, we're back next week, hopefully with a, with a full slate of shows. You know, Monday, Wednesday. Friday at least, hopefully Tuesday, Thursday. Get one of those in as well to talk some futures. Um, make sure you follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN. Get in the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord, or reach out to myself or Talon or the HGP Twitter account. Um, I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Myron. You'll find me uh, sweating out a bunch of Niners bets. Haven't really hedged. I got a bunch of... Uh... Kansas City Super Bowl MVPs, though, thanks to my guy Kent Barkley, uh, Kelsey sixty-six to one, Pacheco hundred to one, Chris Jones two hundred to one, and Brock Purdy plus three fifty for the MVP. I think those are great bets. Now, of course, we got the Purdy Baltimore game, um, but yeah, I, I, I uh, also recommend field goal props. I think those are the best look in the in the Super Bowl. So uh, you know, bet over over three and a half field goals, longest field goal, shit like that. Because we got two conservative coaches in the biggest moment. I think we'll see a lot of kicks. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping uh, Kelsey comes through for MVP and, and the Swifties get that 20% of the fan vote. I, I got him at, I think I got him at, yeah, around 60 <sighs> or, or like 80 to 1. Nice, nice. Yeah, the, the money will will make the, 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 the sappiness, the sentimentality more tolerable for sure. Yeah, uh, we'll be, be able to you know, be annoyed while we'll cash in that. So it's always good. All right, see ya.